just a few fellas on a podcast Ripping in the pitching jokes and sharing some laughs Or I'm lying in the bedroom Jerry Bernstein Ooh, they want to know if it's something If it's anything Have I talked about Captain Disillusion to you well, guys let's get, before? Let's get Bander's mic situation uh, sorted, and then let's hear all about that. Of course. Uh, Bander, why don't you give that mic a tap for us? Nope. It is not Perfect. on. So Captain Disillusion <laughs> was... <laughs> hey! What's up, Twitch people? Ooh, Twitcherinos! Yeah, guest, John Bander. Well, thanks for joining us, John Bander. John hey, Bander, my total pleasure. who has been mentioned more times on this show than I think any other human being because we work with you and we have great stories with you on the road. So this is great because our, our diehard fans who don't know you are going to... Oh, this is finally the guy they've been talking about so much. Yes, yeah. you may know John slinking around in the background of a bunch <laughs> of our podcasts. Uh, sometimes just in his underwear, quickly trying to get to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. This uh-huh. is John Bander. This is him. Yes. Yep. Now I'm in my underwear, but staying right where I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How How's it you, going, man? man? What's yeah. up? How you been? Hey, good to see you all. Good to see um, you too, man. I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Been home now for about a month since Ooh. tour. And I, I don't know, it's been a crazy time. I have like insurance now that I don't think will be like taken away tomorrow. Ooh, and so crazy. I am... I'm like actually going to the doctor and like getting medicines that I need. And it's great. You might notice from my vigorous appearance, uh, all that changed. But yeah, you yeah, no longer my... have all those open sores on your face. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think that's great. Yes. A wonderful yeah. addition. My feudal lord is allowing me to see <laughs> the local shaman and so mm-hmm. uh, the apothecary. So things shaman. have been going good. Shaman yeah. is your girlfriend's name, I think, right? <laughs> shaman is my girlfriend's name. Yeah, absolutely. Though, shannon for our listeners at home. Mm-hmm. Her it. health stuff continues as well. My girlfriend is famous on tour for having surgery after surgery. Uh, she's had some medical maladies. So uh, Ooh, let's that's hope. That's a nice way to say it. Medical yeah. melodies. Yeah, it's it the, reminds me of those uh, cartoons when I was a kid. The yeah. merry melodies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh huh. So <laughs> the you, doctor John. will Jared's the stupid. doctor will will give her a diagnosis, and then the circle will close it. <laughs> that'll be it. Problem is, you got hit with an anvil. <laughs> right here. <laughs> merry melodies. Like, was it uh-huh. when uh, Daffy Duck? gets his beak blown to the back of his head, you know? It's just like, oh, we're going to need a specialist to come in from Asia to help fix this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it on my bill. Hey! hey. Oh, boy. Hey, it's terminal cancer. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, John. I, I interrupted uh, Rob, who in his rare form was telling us about some YouTube uh, personalities uh, to do some sound check. And I want to resume that that conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, John, have you uh, heard of Captain Disillusion? No, no. Uh, but I assume he's turning you into a white supremacist. That's what he's I was thinking maybe that sounds like a tanky Captain Disillusion. <laughs> Guess what? Who this is not helping you? The government. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's a tanky? Tanky is somebody who's so far left that they're like, you shouldn't vote at all. We should just take up arms and burn oh, down. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Captain Disillusion was someone who I came across only maybe a couple months ago. 
I went into like this hole of just watching everything that he's ever come out with on YouTube starting like 13 years ago. I mean, he made this uh, one video about this little internet viral clip that went by where, where a penguin was walking by and then another penguin just like slaps him into like a puddle. By today's standards, any one of us would look at this and be like, that is so stupid and just a dumb like CG like hand, like fin that knocks over this thing. And just like, it's so fake. But like 13 years ago, everyone's like, what this penguin, a penguin, another penguin and he fell the thing. <laughs> has a character called Captain Disillusion. He paints like the bottom half of his face, this reflective chrome paint color. And what Captain Disillusion uh, does in his superpower is VFX. And so he is comes to Earth to tell all the boys and girls about how the internet is not real. These are just CG effects. And he's just a, a big skeptic. I forget what was the first video of his that I watched, but it was really well done. And I was like, this guy is so, it's so interesting how clever and good he is. And so I go back to his first video. I'm talking like, it's still like letterbox. It, it, it's, it's small, the aspect ratio, the graininess. I was like, holy shit, this first video is so old. And it's just shot like in the corner of this like like basement room that he of his parents' house. 14 years goes by and he has not changed his concept at all. It's so weird. He's like 40 years old now and he still paints his face and he still does these videos and they're just getting fucking better and better. He's so good. Nice. It's almost like South Park where you're like, oh, this is like construction paper or whatever. This is what we had to do. Now it's like we have the most sophisticated computers we could ask for and we're still doing it's this. It's an aesthetic choice now. Yeah. Right, right, right. I have to imagine that this is like... You know, the first couple of videos did, you know, not great, not a lot of views. Maybe he's doing really well right now. Is that what we're talking about? Or has he been just hitting the hundred view marks for the last 15 <laughs> years or something? Because I can understand what would, why would that would blow your mind as well? No, no, no. Uh, 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 it's not just for the sake of who is this idiot, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he's not doing like amazingly well. He's, but he does have 2 million subscribers. That's a lot. That's that is a lot. lot. He just posted another video last night and I was actually just talking about him uh, to someone and then like the comments are all like, I'm on board. Like I'm such a fanboy here because everybody in the comment section is like, there is the rest of YouTube and then there's Captain Disillusion. <laughs> People are like, I waited eight months for this and it was totally worth it. <laughs> it's like the amount of work and effort you put into these is just insane. They just love him so much. Wow. It's it's so, it's very bizarre. I love but that. I, I, can't, I can't, it's hard for me to describe the, the, the sort of way he tickles my brain where I'm like, why did you go through such an effort to do this one thing? It's so funny. Wait, um, I, I got to interview one more time, Rob. Of course, no. So number one, the reason why I asked about the follower count is there was a moment, I think it was like three or four years ago, where this woman blew up because she had hundreds of videos of her just like sticking her face in bread. Ah, and it was yes. like different mm -hmm. kinds of bread. And sometimes the bread would be like on a desk and she would be like, like that. Sometimes she's like smacking on her face, you know? And the thing, and the reason why it blew up was there's so many videos and they were getting a lot of views. And someone was like, look at this woman who's been doing these bread videos for years with no success whatsoever. And then that blew up. And then that was like, 
people started watching it because number one, it was weird. And then number two, there were enough eyeballs on it that some people were like, I really like this. And so now <laughs> she's got like, I'm assuming like a lot of followers now, you know, That's for really her bread funny. videos. That's number one. Number two is you're, you're struggling to describe like what tickles you about this. It's just funny because you describing it to me. I was like, this is a hundred percent Rob Ryan crack here. It's like <laughs> special effects, movies, and everyone is wrong about something. Oh, oh my God. Just put it right in my veins. Explain why they're wrong. Tell me in great detail. Oh, everyone's an idiot except for us. Everyone's an idiot except for us. So, so there was that guy. But the reason I brought him up in part was also because uh, I'm, I'm sure you're probably at least somewhat more familiar with Mr. Beast, right? Maybe you, John, as well. Jared, what's your knowledge or relationship uh, to uh, him with him? Mr. Beast does uh, stunts where he gives things away, spends a ton of money. And as Wait, far as I can tell, stunt. giving stuff away is not a stunt. Well, he'll do it in like very Come creative on. ways. Like yeah. he'll be like, I'm going oh. to buy everything in this Target. And so, like, they just have, like, a bunch of people go through, just bring every, literally everything, every piece that can be sold in this Target, I want to buy it, puts it into a giant truck, and he's like, can you believe we did it? And, like, films the whole process, and then I gives see. away everything that he bought at the Target to, like, you know, people in need. But yeah. not, like, a daredevil stunt. That was what I was thinking. Like, Oh, oh yeah. People were just, like, putting a... <laughs> A penny in the McDonald's thing, like, do you see that? Don't try this. It's like a slow mo replay of like the penny just dropping. Yes, Jared's right. And what's crazy about him is, again, I just kind of watched like a recent video ish of him and then I watched a couple interviews. I was like, this guy's kind of interesting. He's 24 years old, just a multimillionaire now. And, but, but not in, uh, to me in, in an obnoxious way like I am so on his side I love this guy he's just great and he's been doing he's been a YouTuber since he was 12 he's just obsessed with YouTube finally when he's like 16 17 I think he meets a bunch of other guys who are equally obsessed with YouTube and he's like ah oh, my people and they would just get on calls like this just like breaking down YouTube videos trying to figure out what makes a good one like ah is the thumbnail right ah, maybe a little brighter here how many cuts and they're all just learning the format together trying to make the best videos and so he's slowly gaining followers he keeps on just doing it's just like directed camera stuff every dollar he makes he pours back into the videos oh i got enough money for a microphone buying the microphone buying the laptop whatever and then like one of his inflection points is he finally gets a sponsor and they're going to pay him five grand and be like hey you know your next video you know sponsored by us hopefully it goes viral and he has this great idea because this kid's just a kid he doesn't have money he goes, five grand. He's like, this is the first time I actually had, like, I was actually offered real money. And I say to him, I was like, if you give me 10, I'm going to give it away to a homeless person and that'll be the video. But you got to give me 10. 10 just better. It's going to be better for the video. And he's on the phone with them all day, finally convinced him to give him the 10. And then does that. He just instantly is like, we're giving it away to a homeless guy. Like, I just got $10,000 from, from, you know, whatever. Again, and we're giving it to this guy. And that was like the uh, almost like the 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 villain origin story of him just, just giving away everything to anybody. And that homeless guy, he he turned out to be Mister Disillusion. <laughs> <laughs> he put the money right back into his. <laughs> oh, I can finally get off the street and live my dream of <laughs> my idiots that they're wrong. 
<laughs> Wait, Finally, wait. I can focus my disillusionment on one thing instead of the world. <laughs> Rob, I like how you describe that as villain origin story because heroes have origin story, and that's much closer to what Mr. Beast is doing. <laughs> I gave 10 grand to a homeless person. The villain origin story. Uh, well, we'll see. I- you know, his story's not finished. Most, <laughs> most villains start off as heroes. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know. That is true. Well, some some do. <laughs> some do. It's cooler when they do. <laughs> um, the, the 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 some of the funnier comments on the internet is they're a little skeptical about Mr. Beast. They're like, please just be be good, be a good person. <laughs> like ultimately, like <laughs> they think that he's hiding something. Think. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> I'll be done with talking Mr. Beast soon. That's uh, how I feel about uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh. You're just like, don't <laughs> please don't I'm turn like, out no, to I'm be just like, no, I'm like, there's definitely something is gonna come out at one point. Everybody's gonna be like, oh yeah. <laughs> just like, I was watching him. I think he went on Oprah or something like that, and he took his whole family to Germany to recreate the sound of music because his I thought father- you were saying the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> That's years from now this is gonna happen. Uh, no he he uh, he was like it was my always my father's dream to like recreate this and like he flew like a bunch of cousins and and siblings and stuff and none of them like they did not want to be a part of this and they're like recreating the sound of music and I was like this is too eccentric this is too over the top uh-huh. something's off with this guy he's a genius he's he's incredibly creative and and I love uh, all the stuff that he does but something it's like a similar like you can't be that good at pop music and not molest little children <laughs> like there's there's the yeah. same the relationship won't allow it. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah mm-hmm. no mr beast gives me those vibes and a lot of people they're just like god why are you so you're creative <laughs> and good and you keep giving your money away he is he is incredibly it's it's cute he's kind of like like socially awkward but then he also just can like when he has contests for people and they lose he can't stand it he's like i don't want to tell them they lost mm-hmm. or he'll be like if you win this shot you win 100 grand and then they miss it he's like here's 10 grand i'm sorry you lost it's <laughs> <laughs> just like so funny <laughs> Like, he just can't take it. Uh, and he'll do, yeah, he's just, you know, giving away various things to various people. But then, as he's gotten bigger and bigger, now he's just, like, super clever and sharp about the way he does things. He just started selling chocolate bars. He's like, oh, I have Mr. Beast chocolate now, and just as part of his swag. And so people are just, like, online store buying tons and tons of his chocolate. So then, probably the original idea for selling the chocolate, then he's gives out, like, ten golden tickets, and he makes a replica of a Willy Wonka chocolate factory and then he invites those 10 people and then those 10 people competed to win the chocolate factory and then the best part is that at the end of the whole thing because i'm trying to figure it out because it's not a real factory by the way it is just like various props and sets and stuff which look awesome but i'm like this isn't a functioning anything finally this person wins the whole thing and he's like congratulations you won this chocolate factory the bad news is uh the chocolate's get a little murky and there's flies in there and it's gonna cost you like 100 grand to maintain so i'll buy it from you for seven hundred thousand dollars (laughs) the guy's like yeah that sounds good Mm -hmm. okay great i own a chocolate factory (laughs) another one he's like we are gonna scratch off a million dollars worth of scratch offs and see if we can't win 10 million dollars and he just has a million dollars worth of scratch offs and he's got like 10 volunteers who are helping him you know scan and scratch and then you know it's like it's kind of going up he's like he pulls the camera aside. He's like, okay, we've spent $300,000 so far, and we have won $220,000. So by this rate, we're probably going to win around 
I'm going to take that $700,000 and buy this private island. These volunteers are going to then come to that private island and compete, and whoever wins gets the island. Well, the <laughs> thing is, the island has flies on it, so... And then I mean, sells- the craziest part was when at the chocolate factory, when one of those kids got sucked into the chocolate river, he was like, oh, I feel bad. Let's get him out before he gets... <laughs> But now he's got like an A team, a B team, a C team. So like these things are like running concurrently so he can make sure that he keeps up with the with the whatever. He's now just selling chocolate. He also has Mr. Beast's Burgers. He started a burger company. And it actually helped a lot of businesses uh, get through the pandemic in part because they were like, well, we only were doing takeout, but we sell Mr. Beast Burgers and those were like flying off the shelves. Mm. It's just that's like, like a good Trump. It, it, that's that's like what a... I'm saying. This guy is so weird in that I just, I love him. I'm like, this is what all millions should be it's, it's like if you were a kid and you're like well, i'm a millionaire i'm gonna be this and this he's doing it he's just being that person it's I fun love to that. watch i really love there's it two types I... of millionaires. there's mr beast and then there's the blank check kid <laughs> <laughs> i still have that vibe where i'm like i i i, f- I think this chocolate is poisoning people like <laughs> who doesn't he's never made chocolate he's just like i'm gonna start distributing chocolate <laughs> Um, it's like the joke people in, in and the it's like Batman. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hubba 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 money money money. Who do you trust? <laughs> Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, we love Mr. Beast. But you never Just. check out. Yeah, exactly. Just. If you mix Mr. Beast chocolate and Mr. Beast burgers, you get a big you turn into a beast. You turn like lovely barrel. Everyone's but- a beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, That's okay. I, I, the skepticism is real. I understand. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I hope yeah. this Mr. Dis- Captain Disillusion does Mr. Beast one day, you know. <laughs> uh, I wonder what the ratio is cuz he's making money from YouTube, but he's also giving away a lot of money. So like, what's the ratio where all of us who are like fans of this guy and want him to succeed and want to support him, what's the percentage of money that he keeps that we're like, that makes sense. Like, good for him. He's accumulated this much money. He's given away this much Zero. money. <laughs> Millionaires are evil. He should be poor. Poor people rule. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, it's interesting because, you know, he passes my smell test, but I'm cool with million. You know, I like uh, I think it's Dan Price. The guy yeah. who just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I like Love it. Dan Price. Like whatever it is, $70,000 a year, whatever you're supposed to. That's all you mm. need. Everything mm-hmm. you need. I'm like, that's the number that everybody should should get. I you like know, my, my head cannon for Mr. Beast, so this I think would be a great, great arc for him. He just keeps on trying to make videos and entertain people and give away his money. And then, like, it's just he's not getting as much views. And he's like, now he's working at a deficit and he just keeps on doing it until he just like runs himself into the ground. And it's like 10 years from now and he's just dirt poor. And then the world gets together and they're like, we got to get Mr. Beast back on his feet. And then Aww. we give him all the money so he like can Like Mr. Be. Holland's opus. I never heard of that. Uh, <laughs> my pranks? Beast. My pranks? When do I get to make my money pranks? You know, Pretty soon we're going to have nothing life. to read or write about. It's a Wonderful Life would have been a much better uh, analogy, but Mr. Holland's Opus is the first one that popped into my brain. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Richard Dreyfuss and then Jaws, I saw Nope. That uh, was cool. I thought Nope Pause. was great. <laughs> great reference to our Patreon episode that hasn't come yeah. out yet. Spritz. Oops. 
You guys anyway. get that. You guys uh, aren't ready for that. But, but your, your kids, kids are going to love, love it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's enough me talking about pop culture stuff. Wow. what a, we, Rob's been having some great catch-ups lately. You yeah. know, nice, long, juicy catch-ups. Good yeah. stories. Isn't it great when no one asks me in some <laughs> contrived way to just start talking out of nowhere? Yeah. Uh, I would love to tell you guys a couple of things. I would love to hear them. All right. So last I'm a little tired right now. Last yesterday, Kirsten and I went to our wedding venue and tried all of the food that's going to be served. They give us a little bit of everything, uh, but it was just like a really nice, fun date. But the thing is, they also give you dessert at the end. And, you know, I'm a fucking old man whose body is, uh, you know, I got a lot of medical maladies and uh, I took I took a bite of this brownie and I was like, "Ooh, what a good brownie. And then I was up until three o'clock in the morning. Because it was just like I had caffeine in my body. Oh, and so no. My body was like, ah, psych, buddy. So I'm exhausted. Uh, so I'll be a slightly powered down version of Jarrett today. I hope um, you didn't choose that because I'm going to that wedding and I cannot be up till three in the morning. That's really funny. What's funny is if, if it was a weed brownie, you'd be you'd have slept. You'd oh, be fine. Yeah. Like your amazing. body is yeah, so yeah. used to weed. But I do want to do some Kirsten appreciation here because we just had such a lovely time. Kirsten's so fucking funny. I'm very happy that I'm getting married to her because last night there's like so many moments where she fucking knocked it out of the park. We got our first like little little wine tasting thing for our first course and she puts up her hand to do cheers and I'm like, oh, we're going to have really nice, sincere Cheers to this. And she goes, to marriage. (laughs) (laughs) That was number one. Uh, This is a slightly different one, but we were watching TV the other day and I can be a little fidgety sometimes. I had this uh, PlayStation remote in my hand and I was just kind of like fingering the buttons a little bit, just like this, like what you might do when you were, you know, like giving a a woman a hand job, you know, something like that. But I was doing it like really absentmindedly. Mm -hmm. And Kristen kind of looks over at me and she goes, but but." What about me? (laughs) (laughs) Solid. Solid. Get her on the pod. Uh, So, yeah, just a little Kirsten appreciation moment. But I have one more thing. We love you, Kirsten. Very, very short. She's never going to watch this. Hi, Kirsten. Uh, (laughs) I love you. Uh, One last thing. As a podcast that I listen to, it's a daily news podcast where they just give you like a little rundown of all the stories that are happening. And the the host did something that just like really got me the other day. Uh, There are two hosts. And one of the hosts is going over the stories that they're going to cover. So she's like, today we're talking about the climate bill and we're talking about the January 6th hearing. And uh, Elon Musk is currently trying to get out of buying Twitter. And the other host just goes, that man is annoying. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the way that it just like seamlessly went into his first story that was not about Elon Musk whatsoever. Absolutely just funny. like that man is annoying in Congress today. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it man. just really got me. That's and I was excellent. like, he is annoying. He understands it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Can I do a quick Elon Musk, Mr. Beast crossover Ooh, uh, thing? I would uh, love that. Elon texted something very strange. tweeted something very strange one time where he's just like, if I ever die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. That was his tweet. And everyone's like, what? Is he paranoid? Are people really trying to kill him? Why do you say that? And then Mr. Beast just said, if you die, can I have Twitter? And then (laughs) and then Elon went, okay. And that was it. And then it it was like newsworthy. Everyone's like, is that a legal contract? Like, is Mr. Beast good? Everyone's like, Mr. Beast, that's Twitter. Again, I do not trust this man. I just, when you say Elon Musk, Mr. Beast crossover, I just imagine them fusing together into an eight armed (laughs) man. 
I, I, I can't, I can't, I want to, but I can't. Yeah, I could appreciate that. Every you, alarm you, 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 is going still. I've seen your YouTube channel. It's interesting. Have you thought about keeping your money though instead? oh man now it becomes Uh, a villain origin story do you uh, you guys listen to the daily at all that the daily podcast okay again another news they do like one story a day and the the host is you know sometimes he'll recap he'll ask things like he'll do it from such a basic idea of like so a recession is bad right you know um, I don't really understand a recession. The economy slows down and then people buy less. Yes. Yeah. You know, or whatever. And then they're like, <laughs> you're the foremost expert. They were talking about Germany buying less natural gas or oil from Russia. And they were like, and Germany's trying to do the right thing, you know, to make up for, uh, um, you know, to try to do the right thing, you know, to make up for other human, you know, for other humanitarian times when they might have fallen short. And he goes, um, hmm. And uh, what are they trying to make up for? Just... <laughs> completely <laughs> earnest like just <laughs> just like That's if lovely. i was if oh i was gosh. a reporter i'd be like are you <laughs> shitting me just like <laughs> okay anything else for the ketchup everybody anything else for the maybe ketchup? a little mustard maybe a little mayonnaise oh, yeah. uh yeah actually uh Make hilarious fun. i think it's speaking of uh hilarious uh additions that 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 were not expected um i was talking to my friend josie and i was telling her about how when i was a child there they were at a museum with I think it was like geodes or something like that, some kind of rocks. Um, and the like tour guide or whatever was like, and make sure not to ch- touch the glass. Maybe she'd like just cleaned it or something like that. She like made a big deal about it. And I was like a toddler and I had just eaten ice cream. It was all over my hands. And I saw the I saw the rocks and I ran straight up to it like and I went pity. And uh, it was like. The, the the staff member was like, as my mom tells me, was like equally horrified and this is adorable at the same time. <laughs> she was like, I felt so bad for her, but it was also so cute. Um, and I was telling this to my friend Josie and uh, she was like, oh, well, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, no. I like my mom felt like really bad for her. I think like she had made it clear. And uh, and then my friend Josie said, maybe God sent you. And it just made me laugh so hard because it was totally out of left field. What's That's the justification all. there? What if God sent you? Uh, she was saying like um, what she was saying was like sometimes like really uptight people need like a message. Oh. But I just mm-hmm. thought it was like because she had said like, oh, you know, like ah, she probably, you know, it probably wasn't that big of a deal. And I was like, no, no, it was a big deal. She's like, oh, well, she probably thought it was cute. And I was like, no, 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 she was stressed out. And then she went, maybe God sent you. <laughs> <laughs> there were... these reasons are good for you, Brett. I don't know. Uh... There were. There were two sets of ice cream handprints on the geo. <laughs> I do like that when you that your little kid voice said pretty like pity, because that does yeah. feel like a very super villain thing. Like the guy's like very worried about the glass being clean. And you just look over at him. You're like, pity, pity, <laughs> pity Mr. Bond, pity. Uh, real quick, uh, guess the order if you are watching on Twitch and you want to oh, yeah. guess the order is. Uh, similar story you. to what Brett said when I was a kid, me and my brother, my sister, we were at a sharper image store, which is like the funnest place when you were a kid. They got all the gadgets and the doodads and all the fancy yeah, things. Doodads. There was a guy there. There was a salesman there who was just like on us the entire time. He's like, I know these kids are going to fuck some shit up. I was going to make sure that they don't break anything, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
And I, you know, we had clocked him and we we're just like, we're going to be fine. Jesus, we're not going to break anything. Uh, but when you I clocked thought, him, just real quick, when you clocked him, was it one of those cool clocks that mm-hmm. go back and forth with the, with the with the lights and it turns out to be a digital display? We laser clocked him. Was it one of those clocks? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but just as, just as we're like, can you fucking believe this guy? I see something cool that I want to lift up my hand and point to for to show my brother and my sister. But as I'm lifting up my hand, I'm too excited. I knock over like five little shelves on the way up. I'm just like, <laughs> and he goes, you kids got to leave. And we're like, that's fair. That's fair. That makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, we do have a few guesses in the chat. Molly God. Metz fan says Rob Bander, Brett Jarrett. Then she says, just kidding. Don't yell at me. Rob, Brett, Bander, Jarrett. Janky Odanky says Hi, Janky Odanky BRBJ and JRBB. We got a winner. Oh. We got a winner. BRBJ, 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 BRBJ. Who's our winner this week? Our winner is Janky Odanky. Janky, you are our third winner. One person won twice, another person won once, another, and then you just won once. And when we figure out what your prize is, we're going to send them all out. Yeah, we Promise. should do that this week. That'd be great. <laughs> we should do that sooner rather than later. Yeah, Brett, yeah. Rob, Bander, Jarrett. Brett, Rob, Bander, Jarrett. That's our order for today. Brett, Rob, Bander, Jarrett. Oh. Alrighty. I don't, I may, may have gone over this ju- joke premise before. I'm not sure. I don't understand why people won't let you not enjoy the food that they enjoy. I never understand that. They'll be like, oh, you don't like fish? You just have to try good fish. You just have to try non-fishy fish. You have you ever tried a non-fishy? I'm like, there's no such thing as non-fishy fish. Fish is a noun. The adjective form of that is fishy. All fish is fishy. You know what a non-fishy fish is? It's a chicken. <laughs> I think you brought this bit to us before, right? I may have. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is just like another... Piece, yeah, the piece chicken of the line feels like a real laugh line uh, mm-hmm. now. Like and then mm-hmm. and then I actually, a bit that I know I brought with you was I combined it with, it's the same thing as people who are straight who care that other people are gay. Mm. Just worry about what goes in your mouth. Oh, uh, yes. yes. This part I remember. So now yeah. I've sandwiched them together. I have the, the chicken line mm, is, is like a, a laugh chicken line. Sandwich. I, I kind of want you to add something to the chicken line. Like, because you say, what you know what fish isn't fishy? Chicken. Uh, you, know, you know what a fishy, a non-fishy fish is? It's chicken. A non fishy vicious so a chicken isn't a fish you know so like yeah. there's the flaw that's in the joke. premise there it's funny obviously but there's a the flaw in the then, premise but that's the joke i would love it if you did like one thing to this chicken that would make it more of a fish like mm-hmm. you throw a chicken in the ocean or something like that well doesn't chick it doesn't everything taste like chicken so you could mm-hmm. then bring it back which tastes like fish or something like that or like <laughs> i don't know something like that a wet uh, chicken I, I, if if you were keeping said a wet chicken, would that do the trick? <laughs> uh, yeah, water. I mean that satisfies wet. me. I want there to be one thing that's just not like you know insert thing that's not a fish here. That truly for me ruins what's funny about it. All right, well then we <laughs> will have to agree to disagree then on this one. I'm like God, that, speed, that's the joke God is. bless Brett. Go out, <laughs> go out into the world. You believe in it. You believe in it, and I support your belief. I want you to be confident about this. I love it. The fish has got to leave the nest sometimes, you know? There's no such thing as a non-fishy fish. What I'm establishing is that this is a non... There's no such thing as a non-fishy fish. Yes. That is a true statement. So if we're going to talk about a fishy, a non-fishy fish, it is something else. might as well say something else. What I was thinking about saying... Uh, and thank you guys for tuning into our last episode of ITA. Uh, 
was maybe because um, like maybe it's just like I could do this all day. You could just say other like contradictory phrases that people do when they're just like when they're trying to get you to enjoy something and they use that kind of bullshit argument like you know when when, when they say oh you should watch this tv show but seasons one and two aren't great you've come up with so many caveats and rules and ways in which i have to do this that it's become nonsense now i i like this bit i i, I used to talk about this with particularly with sushi you cannot tell a sushi person that you don't like sushi that is on you it's always your fault <laughs> and they're just like oh well did you did you have it with wasabi because you can't but like oh well, you got to go to my sushi place and whatever then i i used to do this thing where i was like i was like well i love cocoa pebbles but i never try to like push it on other people i'm just like you got your cocoa pebbles I'm like yeah i don't really like but wait, did you have it with whole milk or two percent what did you do why don't you come to my place we'll do cocoa pebbles blah blah blah, blah. well were you watching cartoons <laughs> At the time, <laughs> watch cartoons. You watch cartoons. Well, I think uh, the problem is that Cocoa Pebbles aren't sushi. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a hang up for the audience. Wow, that's a great that. note, Brett. <laughs> really good note. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do we? Is it cool to just like jump in? Like jump I don't know. In. Yeah, yeah jump in. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's jump in. I shoot you down. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just tell me. Let like me know little, when I am robbing you of all joy. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, I will I will crack up because I, I didn't know when you guys were like, guess the order. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> what the fuck this is? But everyone's having a really good time. So I'm going <laughs> to shut my mouth and figure this out. No, but I, I also think it, like I think you can go on further with like, what is the what's going to happen if you guys don't enjoy the same thing? Like, why? Why can't people? Why can't you just be allowed to not enjoy something? It's like, oh, I don't like fish. Um do you want to you want to go see this movie? And then, um, no, actually, <laughs> I, I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah, just disregarding everything below sea level. Yeah, I, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Jared, like, did you hear that? There's a note. <laughs> There's a note for you. Thank you, John. That is excellent. Wow. Of it's all the great, J names on here. That's it's a great a, note. It feels, I don't know. I wish there was something uh, you could add to the movie like you know like a fish movie like aquaman or something you know actually that that, that is good that is good mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah. thank good. you <laughs> thank you jared only has good notes that note wasn't as foul ah. <laughs> that really tickled me jared yeah, I love that. I love almost like discounting our past together. Now they're questioning yes. everything about us. Right. Yeah. Just like been friends for 15 years. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you go home, person. your your wife, the, her closet is empty. There's just like a note that says, I'm sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> you know? Maybe it's almost like, what what do they know that I don't know? Like, do they know about an oncoming food shortage where only fish will be available? They're like, you really should get used to fish. Is there going to be a war between men and fish? And we have to eat as many of them as possible. So I have to recruit people to. She's like fish. the Sarah Connor of this yeah. world. She's trying to prepare you for the oncoming. How are you with the trident? You, you good with a. I mean, you, know, uh, you don't like eating fish, but you're cool with killing them, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> the children were soaked. <laughs> the Sarah Connor reference. 
no filet but what we just make salmon smacking her in the face as the torrents of <laughs> okay i do not want to leave no filet but what we make <laughs> thank you it was so good thank what did you, you say That's no filet so no filet no filet but what we make no filet but what we make <laughs> how's mackerel mackerel's fine <laughs> your fish, your is, fish dead. is dead <laughs> Hey, that's mackerel. I can hear him bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> Mackerel's fine. What is the fish's name? But to kill mackerel, he doesn't like blade him. He just overfish it. He just overfeeds him. <laughs> I'm just gonna say my line again. Say that's a nice trike. <laughs> Okay, there we go. I <laughs> need your lure, your line, and your hook. And your wetsuit immediately. <laughs> you just look at your notepad, you're like, well, I had no help with the joke, but man, we, we really... <laughs> we sure had some fun. That doing. is what I that... aim for on this podcast. <laughs> I had fun. I like this joke, but what if it took place in The Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> Great notes, Jared. Three hours later. All right. Anything else for Brett, everybody? Anything else for Brett? Maybe I'm missing like some kind of nutrients that are. Yeah. In Did fish. my doctor send you? Do I need vitamin B or something? Yeah, or like omega three. I feel like is something mm -hmm. that comes from right, fish. Right, right, right. All, All right. right, great job, Retro. Thanks, thanks, guys. Right. Next up, we got oh, Brian. Oh, me. Oh yeah, boy. Right. All right. Well, then I'll get right on it. Uh, when Miles Dyson shows everybody like the thing he's got in the lab is just a fish skeleton. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he cuts open his arm and yeah. he just shows gills. Yeah, it's a fish skeleton. <laughs> you know, like in the cartoons when when a when a cat like eats a fish, and it comes out as just skeleton. The hand is just a fish skeleton. <laughs> um, when he's shot, he can't breathe, but. Instead, it's just because he's out of water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long I can hold this. <laughs> he's just flopping around. <laughs> His gills. <laughs> so, um, I love the Japanese language because they have words for uh, concepts, uh, seemingly more than any other language. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this quirk of of the Japanese language. A little bit. Yes, no, a little bit. I know so, they have it in Germany as well. You know? Right, right, right. It, like like that, because I, I know German, German is kind of known for it, but, but Japanese, there's just like so many words that have either specific meanings to concepts or very, very, very specific uh, things. Like yugen is the concept that beauty is not just about the seen, but the unseen. Or very specific things like komorebi is the Japanese expression for the sunlight as it filters through the trees. I just want more of those. I want, like when I was a kid, like you know that hour after prime time ends, but like before late night started and it's just the news on cable. Yeah, well the Japanese have a word for that. Like that's what I want. I always want more, mm. you know, it's like, oh, you know when you can't possibly have another bite of dinner, but you're sort of craving dessert? Mm, that's gikiri. Like that would be a cool, I just like, like you know when you're like 28 years old and you look at like smoking hot 22 year old, but then you meet her like 
also smoking hot 42 year old mom and you're just like what age am i that's suzuki like that i want <laughs> you know it's an open-ended format <laughs> yeah i love that i feel like the american versions would all be like digestive related like you know when you you ate taco bell and then you also ate mcdonald's so you like know you're gonna have to go to the bathroom and you have to like plan it out in your itinerary that's Whatever. That's, yeah. yeah. Or like you, you went to a buffet and you ate as much as you can. And so you were full up and then you have a little space in your stomach after you digest a little bit. And it doesn't mean you're like hungry, but you feel like you might be hungry because now you have a little space again because <laughs> you're just feeling not completely full and oh. you're confusing it with hunger. You're referring yeah. to Isuda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Similar yeah, to the idea that we're like, what is it in America? It would be funny if it was just like dumb, where it's like everything, everything that's like really complicated and specific in the Japanese language for America. It's just like, yeah, we refer our word for that is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> or the the American word for instead of like making Japanese words, they could be like, you know, when you're blah 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 blah. That's we call that Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, I like uh, that. That's good. And then also. Uh, I, I wanted you while you were describing that to just kind of be like, and that's why Japanese books are so short is because they just put in like three words and they're like, that's the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> you know that feeling. <laughs> in there. I don't know if this is a good note or not, unlike all the ones I gave to Brett. Um, but uh, I wonder if, if you get more mileage out of it, if the Japanese words that you made up for it were somehow related to the sensation that you're describing. Right. So it seems mm -hmm. like what you were doing was kind of a little bit more random, just like this is a Japanese sounding kind of word. But what if it was, you know, uh, when you're 28 and you eat a Taco Bell too much, that is, you know, fartsuki or whatever, you know. <laughs> the amount of times Taco Bell has come up in the notes <laughs> section <laughs> makes me feel like I said Taco Bell. I referred mm -hmm. to tacos at some point. Oh, we got a sponsor. We got a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. What if Taco Bell happened in The Matrix? I think it would sound a little bit like this. Your butt is like, dodge this. <laughs> if we actually do that, there'll be no time left for jokes, guys. So we oh, gotta yeah. not go if down. Go down a Matrix gotta, rabbit hole. Yeah, rabbit hole. <laughs> so truly, I love the concept of the fact that there are concepts word for that high-minded concepts <laughs> should be a word for that high-minded concepts or very very specific phenomena that have just a single word and uh yeah all these directions are interesting because what brett you're saying kind of makes me laugh where like i have this big concept that can go in any direction but the direction i wind up going is just keeps on being food related there's there's something you know it's like you know like Oh, you know that feeling you get when you had like Taco Bell, but then you ate McDonald's immediately afterwards? That's this. Or you know that feeling you get when you eat Taco Bell and then you just have like Pizza Hut right after? <laughs> <laughs> How many words are there? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like, that's just so fucking stupid. It almost kind of like wastes this, the premise, but it's funny that you wasted the premise, right? right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's something funny to that to me. I think because it's such a fascinating concept, I think you can make a pattern out of it, right? Where maybe the first two are esoteric or something, and then the next three can be Taco Bell related or something, and then you can <sighs> That's funny. do that in yeah. re real time, 
Or you can subvert at the end by doing what Brett said of like, or there's a big concept of like, am I getting exactly what I want out of life? Am I just settling or something? And we call that Taco Bell, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Um, That's really so cool. So I think it's big enough that you don't need just like one punchline. You can set up a pattern. You can set a up like world a, of things, a world yeah. of, yeah. You also have the the option of going in a direction where you give examples of something that is like some kind of almost cry for help for you. <laughs> So like, you know, you do give like five different examples about like getting cheated on. And then all of a sudden you're like, your next segue is, so I got cheated on once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, same idea. It's like, so I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I realized that we do have an American, like an English version of that, but we're more about acronyms. Like that's more our thing. So we're like, we're like fat upper pussy area. Like we like, you know, it's like, mm. oh, that's your FUPA. You know, you just like, <laughs> would you care to make an acronym out of that? But yeah. So it's almost like that seems like the American version of that. Yeah. In right. Japan, they're like, it's so fascinating. Americans have a word for the mixture of lube and poop that happens when you have anal sex. Isn't it interesting? They have a word for that. They have a word for that. They have a word for that. So interesting. I do think like the idea of if you wanted to do it as like uh, Japan has words for these concepts and American America has acronyms. I think that's great. And you could probably do a few of them, especially that that highlight the sort of esoteric, more thoughtful nature of the Japanese and then like fupa, FUPA or gunt as it's called, you know. I think actually if you do, I wish there were words like that for American and then you go, and then I was thinking back to these concepts like esoteric reference in Japanese and I realized we do have those and then don't even call them acronyms. Mm -hmm. Then say, for example, FUPA. FUPA. is one word. <laughs> but it's, it, it, it represents, it represents that, the upper <laughs> pussy <laughs> area. <laughs> I think another, another place you could go with it or another avenue is that for there to be a word, there have to be enough people that have like had this, you know, in Japan, there are like a bunch of people who are like, oh my God, look at the sunlight filtering through the trees, you know? And in America, people are like, look at that area. Hang on, come here. Like, look at, <laughs> look at that. that. Look how fat, that, where is that? God, look at how fucking It's like the is. Inuits have so many words for snow. We have different right. words for uh, mass shootings. Yeah, wow. exactly. That's great, yeah. mass shootings. <laughs> to like know the the very, there's 20 different, different types of words for snow. What kind of shooter? What kind of mm. shooter? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where did, was it a grocery store? Was it a school? Was it a cop? Uh -huh. They're all different, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Lock yeah. himself inside. Yeah. Death by cop. Mm -hmm. Murder, suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Was it school children? Ooh, adults. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh -huh. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Did he kill adults. himself or was yeah. he taken peacefully because he's white? You know? Like, there's a lot of different <laughs> options. Oh, uh, uh, 50 deaths? That must have been a Nuvalde. <laughs> <laughs> uh, similar here. idea to what uh, Bander was talking about. So it has to be a shared experience where there's a word for it. But what mm -hmm. if you then propose one that no other human being could have felt? Like it's so Rob Ryan too. specific. I love that. I, I, I wasn't thinking about for me specifically, but I was thinking about the guy who's trying to make a word happen. And like, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen, man. Like, what? but isn't it weird? <laughs> like nobody has experienced that. <laughs> Can't we just come up with a word though uh great guys thank you so much uh there's a lot there's just, it's fun because i yeah, there is just great, you know i, I came to you with kind of an amorphous thing and we took it in all the directions that we could have so thank you mm -hmm. all right
right. Next up, we got our very special guest and tour manager, John Banner. But first, just want to remind everybody, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash ITA pod. A lot of great additional special episodes for fans only join for as little as a dollar a month. We just had what I think is probably our best Patreon ever. We just told stories. We had so much fucking fun. It was just like bit on bit on bit on bit on bit. We were in rare form. That'll be the Patreon for August. Patreon.com slash ITA pod. Next up, we got... Uh, John Bender. Hey. Right. Um, briefly, before I go real quick, do you guys check this out? I just noticed uh, Shannon left a bunch of uh, cleaning supplies out. Interesting. Right where I uh, right where I usually sit and uh, <laughs> and do my work. That's so oh weird. My God, what does that mean? I wonder. Mm. I wonder why I feel she like I'm watching Zodiac. We need like, what? Dylan Hall in the case. <laughs> <It really is. laughs> I, I truly didn't notice puzzle. that. It's a until... cryptic. It gives you the clues to solve it. Is this um, how Shannon communicates? typically no 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 it wouldn't be it wouldn't be passive aggressive it would be also because i agreed to clean this week (laughs) and she was being helpful about it Uh, so much funnier that you already had a conversation about that and you're like what what is all this stuff (laughs) what does this mean it's so bright and really dominates the field of vision um yeah Anyway, I'll have to I'll have to really yell at her about it. When she <laughs> when she comes back, you should be eating a meal on top of the cleaning supplies, like just like a dirty plate, like, yeah. like on top of. And the Swiffer box is a perfect height to put my uh, laptop on. Or some TV while I'm eating. Then you have to ask her where the cleaning supplies are. Mm-hmm. She gets home. <laughs> the cleaning supplies. I'm just wiping my face with the feather duster. <laughs> okay. So um, I had a friend who went to a performing arts high school. And once we went up to like to do a show there. And when I set foot on this campus, I looked around and I realized like there was another way to grow up. Like there was a choice between like the way where you went to high school or something like the way to live. Because I looked around, I saw kids who were not afraid in high school and it blew my mind. Like there was a kid who was singing so loud, walking on the grass to his next class in another building. And I, I was like, get down, like, like, (laughs) and, and then this kid was the coolest. Like this was the person who was celebrated. And it like, it really broke something in me where I was like, what, where are the beatings? Like when are, (laughs) when are people, and the fact that like, that was an, like, it didn't occur to me that like you could go somewhere and you'd be made fun of for not being in the musical, you know, like, (laughs) like that, 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 that was a reality that somebody grew up like that. Someone could call you like gay in a good way. Like someone could be like, you're like, and you'd be like, thank you. Yes, I am. Uh, You know, cause I went to a, a decent high school or something, but it was still a public school. And of course I was made fun of and like feared for my life. And just so the idea that there were places where you just didn't have to do that is so crazy to me. And I just think like, how different would my life be? Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't have any problems. I, they would just be, they'd be so the opposite of the ones that I have now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't be like repressed or something. I'd be like over sex swings. I'd be like, God, I've been on too many instead of me being like, well, how's the, How's the swing part work? Like, tell me about the swing. Um, Just that idea of like seeing how someone else grew up and just not even realizing that like that the way you suffered like didn't have to happen. I think you should, you got to start with your public high school. Yeah. uh, And paint that picture for us to Mm -hmm. to then for us to appreciate the contrast of, because all those examples are way funnier when I have a better idea of 
what your high school was like. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of part in the setup where I was like, I'm, I think I know where you're going with this, but I'm not sure what exactly the contrast is. You know, okay. and so I agree with Brett. We got to hear. We got examples. Oh first. yeah, and and don't get us wrong. I know I see the benefit in you kind of holding on to that information as if everybody's going to be like, ah, like because because you're saying you're explain, ex- explaining this thing, and you go, oh my god. It was like there was another way to to have existed. There is a benefit in like having that reveal, but I don't know if it's a sharp enough reveal that makes everyone go, ha, ah, you know. And, and maybe there's like a self image thing too, because I don't, I wouldn't even look at you and be like, fucking nerd or whatever. You just explain as how you, fat I was. <laughs> great, I got be, it. That would be perfect. <laughs> fat, ugly. Did you wear glasses? Pathetic. Did you no. have that dumb face? Yeah, but imagine it like talk Ooh. about it. <laughs> out here. As you were describing this, like my brain was just like running amok on this like a letter jacket football toting kid walking around this campus just like getting fucking burned by everybody as he walks by. And these kids just like Oh, doing, that's like, so funny. Just like, yeah, like Oh hey, look, it's all pitch. Oh hey off pitch breeder. And then <laughs> and then and it was really tickled me. It's like they're trying to they slap the football out of his hand, but they can't. He just like holds on to it. And it's like, oh football, huh? And he's just like kinda of, like he's it's crushing him on the inside, but he's just like holding on to it perfectly <laughs> confidently. Like, please stop doing that. Yeah. Uh, slap the ball out of his head. This ch- chess club is trying to haze him by throwing chess pieces at him, but they keep on missing him. So he's just <laughs> <laughs> Or, or it's not even reaching him. Like, you know. yeah. oh, <laughs> hey, take that, breeder. Knocks down. Oh, football guy. I kind of want to see Cute. also examples of like, you know how like if you go to a bank or somewhere in like a bad neighborhood, there's like bulletproof glass. But if you go to that same chain in a good neighborhood, there's no bulletproof craft. Like, like what's different about this campus? Like you see some decorative rocks around and you're like, oh, aren't you worried that popular kids are going to throw this at your head for liking D&D or something like that, you know? And it's like, and they're just looking at you like you're crazy. Like, like no. yeah. why would they throw rocks at your head for being cool? <laughs> I mean, maybe they'd throw it if I was a necromancer, but <laughs> I'm a warrior. <laughs> this, I'm still on the football kid. The football kid. <laughs> he just keeps on getting served by people. They just keep on showing up and they do yeah. a little dance in front of him and he's like, uh. so, like, or like the, just and like every time someone walk. finishes a dance, everyone goes, oh! <laughs> there's like oh, jets man. and sharks like kind of coming at him, like snapping their fingers. Okay. There's one kid who like befriends him. Hey man, don't listen to those guys. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm kind of a you know big deal around this school. You hang with me and we'll be fine. <laughs> Like, oh, God. Uh, yeah. me, kid. There's like a there's like a theater kid with his arm around and he's like, hey, do you, do you like do you, you see the Jets play? And the, the football guy's like, you you like football? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, do. Uh, I really like that. Or like um, the football kids walking through there at night and there's just someone playing like a discordant violin to just scare him. <laughs> No, it's like nighttime, but this is like beautiful. It's a Tchaikovsky. It's just like a symphony. There's just like an acapella group, just like. You fucking suck. You fucking suck. We fucking hate you. You hear someone screaming. It's like, ah, and then it's like, ah, 
<laughs> Someone's getting stabbed, but they're just doing Julius Caesar. They're like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I like the idea that the jock is like he's late to class and the teacher still gives him like, oh, you think because you're on the football team that you could be late to class? And he's like, but I just got served so many times. <laughs> now my brain went to like the dark underbelly of this school. The high school musical is going on during intermission. They're just taking steroids. To the- <laughs> it's like varsity blues. <laughs> <laughs> it's like overzealous coach when it's like a director and they're just like torturing these kids. Uh, God damn it, Reggie Ray. It'd be great if like all the freaks and the goths could have had a school and they're like, what? what? They worship Satan here? Like, what is this? Oh my God, everything's black. This is amazing. You paint your nails? Yeah, I paint my nails. Ah! The, the like school band just plays Disturbed. You know, just plays like Down With The Sickness all the time. <laughs> Or there's like like the little <laughs> the like third happen. graders are like learning a nine year old's version on violin of like down with the sickness or something. <laughs> They're not there yet, but pretty right. soon they'll be as good it's as like, disturbed. You've never like, heard down with the sickness on a recorder. I mean, <laughs> well, is there also so there's one for every click then? So like, is there yes. one for like the hippie exactly. stoners then? And like math mm-hmm. classes, like all right, so the Grateful Dead was five members, and then Jerry Dark Garcia died. How many? members of the Grateful Dead are left. <laughs> Doesn't uh, matter, man, as long as you're jamming. <laughs> right, that's funny. right, that's um, the answer. Excuse me, uh, flawed premise, Jerry actually lives on in all of us. So. <laughs> correct, <enough>. correct. <laughs> oh, there was a bunch of ideas and, and like really, really definitive stuff. Structurally, the thing that I can sink my teeth the most into is you discovered that there was a school for you and then you go and you do all the details about that, what that means to you. And then the the next logical step for me does seem that, oh, but that was just me. Like there was more ways to be, to feel like an outsider. And then you're like, oh, I I wonder if there was, or I wish there were schools for every, every click. I love that. I love that. Let me ask you, and it was just like, but I was a fat kid, you know, or something. So my school was just like, would just be like a supermarket. (laughs) (laughs) You just made me think of something else where it's like people talk about like going to fat camp and you're like, I wish there was just a regular fat camp. Like, yeah, where it's not focused on losing weight, it's focused losing on like being fat, fat and awesome. Have a good time. <laughs> like, you're fat, I'm fat. Oh, this is so cool. What do you want to do? Like, let's want to eat some food and hang out. Like, yeah. Oh, that's that's great too because it's like it's the only type of camp that they name after the thing they're trying to stop. Where if you go to like <laughs> archery, camp, Jewish not, camp, like don't fucking don't. Don't shoot a bow. <laughs> you go to horse camp, they're like, these things fucking suck. <laughs> we, we made glue here. <laughs> oh, God. This is a terrible horse camp. Maybe at the fat camp, they could take a field trip to Taco Bell. Hey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Anything else for Bander, everybody? Anything else for no, Bander? No, but I love the I love the structure. Excited Good to premise. see you with it, man. All right. Now back in cleanup, we got Jabberzine. Okay, I got this thing. It's a very loose concept. And I don't even know how universal this is, so maybe you guys can help me with this. I've dated a few women. Uh who... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I've dated a few women who 
it seems like once they're in a relationship with you, I don't know if every woman does this or what, but there seems to be a certain kind of woman who once they get comfortable in a relationship, they start treating your penis like it's a toy. Like they like to make it hard, then wait for it to go soft, then make it hard again, then make it go soft. But then like they don't understand how rude it is to just like give you a boner and then like not doing anything with it. It's like giving someone a puppy for Christmas. It's like, here, this is your responsibility now. I um, don't have that experience. I haven't had that experience. Mm. There have been other like cute things that girls like to do and say like there's it becomes like fun for them. Hold uh, on a second. I just like the way you started that note where just like there's other things that women do that you could write a joke about <laughs> instead because like n- nobody else has had that experience. <laughs> So like maybe if there was like a thing that women did that other people could relate to, like that would make the joke work. I like the beginning where you said like, you ever date a girl? Like that's, I was, (laughs) I got that part. Maybe one that's not so much about how how much they're responsible to your dick, Uh, you know, but there's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there could be something funny in the fact that you you could say like I told this to a group of guys and they were like we did not have that experience. So now I'm wondering like what is, Why is it my about dick my so penis? fun? <laughs> <laughs> does it have like a wind up or I'm very curious, Jared. When your dick gets hard, does it go? <laughs> I mean, I I can relate to the thing of like when you're dating someone and you're like your dick changes from like or like sex changes from like this exciting thing. You don't see it until it's there and then you guys have it and it's very secret or whatever to then like when your bodies become like like an exploration Mm -hmm. thing where it's like your dick becomes like, oh, it's getting hard to like, wait, what's that? Mm -hmm. Like what's (laughs) yeah. Like, does that go all the way around? Have you always had that? There's a phase where, you know, you are a potential threat, you know, like your penis is like, it, it's scary, you know, it's like, I don't know you, I don't want that anywhere near me. But then there's like another phase where it's like, I'm attracted to you and it's like, ooh, that dick, yeah, give me that hard dick. Then there's another phase where it's like, make your dick go like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's it. Funny. Yeah, that's the one. Girl, girl yeah. will definitely relate to that. It's interesting how the relationship to a man's penis changes depending on how well a woman knows you, maybe. That's mm-hmm. the premise. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. they're like, they like doing the diving board thing. They like to push it down. They like that. Or they like when you like kind of like, you know, flex your muscle and then it kind of yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they're like, like, they're like, push it how up. are you yeah. doing that? Like they like that. There's a bunch of things that, that they get a kick out of. Well, we all responded so well to the, the, the relationship with the dick thing was like so universal. I think that there's really something good there. Mm-hmm. And then you can get more specific about this experience that you had, which is like, I had a, I had a girl or several girls who did this mm-hmm. specific thing. Mm-hmm. And to, and you could even maybe contrast it to be like, that's a whole other thing. Like that mm-hmm. wasn't just fun. Mm-hmm. Like all, all they were doing was getting me hard and then allowing me to not. And then, and then I was like, okay, this one hurts. This one's not. Fun. <laughs> I'll do the windmill again if you want, but I don't like this. I don't like the other one. I, so there's the other idea that Bander kind of touched on being problematic of like, there is a physical sensation that happens to a man when their penis becomes erect and aroused and to then Ooh, just like not do anything with <laughs> Have you guys had this experience? You guys what talking about? <laughs> and so, like, I don't want to go down the path of like, well, you made me hard and now you have to finish me off. I, I think that there's also something funny about I, I, doing this to you over and over again as though there are no repercussions to. So there are no side man. effects to it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Could you take it as an analogy to a toy? Like, imagine every time you turned on your light up G.I. Joe that it was like, oh, boy, I'm going to. Oh, or he's like, I can't wait to use my Kung Fu grip. And then he just never gets to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, or it's like a, or it's like a pet. 
it's like a dog where you're like, hey, come on, boy, come on, you ready to play fetch? You ready to? <laughs> you put the ball down and like, it's you, ever, like, you ever do yeah, you ever have that guy who takes the tennis ball and he keeps fake throwing the ball and you're like hey don't do that to the dog you know that's yeah mm-hmm. he, don't, just don't do that and listen yeah. it is not that guy's he doesn't have to throw the ball like that's a responsibility he's not the dog's not entitled to having the ball thrown you know i just think it's a little rude i guess and he's a good yeah. boy he's like he's, <laughs> he's a, a good very boy. good boy yeah he he'll <laughs> sit on command and you know what? He'll stand on coming, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. There's some good, uh, I really appreciate these notes, guys. They not only have they given the bit shape, but there's also like additional girth, you know, <laughs> just like a. <laughs> I feel like, like we've a lot of ideas have like flown into this bit and yeah. now it's, really, it's like engorged with ideas, yeah. you know, it just feels a lot bigger and juicier than it was before. Yeah. This, yeah. this, this bit's going to pop off eventually. <laughs> it is uh-huh. solid. Yeah. This bit is solid now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have not, we haven't hit the back walls of this bit yet. I think there's room <laughs> still. Anyways, yeah. I hope that you can present these jokes to an audience's visually displayed estrus. <laughs> That's how you can tell a baboon is in heat. <laughs> I didn't know that. Great that you know that, Brett. Just off the top of the dome. Mm-hmm. Dome. Top, top of the dome. Mm-hmm. Top of the dome. I only had the tip of this bit, and I feel like you guys have... <laughs> guys, we had a nice long hit today. A lot of good catch. Yeah, mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. Good... We got some uh, highlighted chats here. Janko Danky wrote, Stop, is this anything? It's too hot. <laughs> thank you all for for tuning in john thank you for joining us as our guest today bander we, anything you want to tell people about oh, yeah, yeah shows coming up or website or whatever not a fucking thing actually <laughs> I, I was right to skip over your plugs then yeah you <laughs> skipped it just nicely well enough at john bander on. all right well thanks for watching everybody great episode and uh unless there's anything else i, I think the outro goes here Thanks so much for watching. Check back every Monday for new episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends how much you like Is This Anything. Or get involved, like an episode, share, comment, subscribe. If you want more Is This Anything, you got to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ITAPod. We have a ton of awesome, exclusive content on there, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Check out the links in the description, and hopefully we'll see you next week.